Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Timmy Manor is on the line now, former Parramatta captain. Um, and Timmy played in a, a losing grand final uh, back in uh, 2009, wasn't it, to Melbourne Storm. Very good afternoon to you, Timmy, my boy. How are you? Yeah, well, good, mate. It's uh, Like you said, it's a pretty special occasion to have two Sydney teams in the comp playing each other in Brisbane. But uh, it's going to be an awesome matchup. I can't wait to see Wayne Bennett and Ivan Peary going at it for round two. I know. And I was saying earlier, Timmy... It, it, it could be the ultimate fairy tale for Wayne Bennett, uh, who we know is leaving Redfern. He'll probably re-emerge as a, a coach at another new Queensland club uh, in 2023. But uh, what a way for him to bow out. Uh, equally so for Adam Reynolds, uh, who's carrying that niggling groin injury, but he will play. And uh, we know he's moving on to mm-hmm. Brisbane. And then Benji Marshall too, Timmy. I mean, it hasn't been confirmed, but let's assume that this is his last season. Um, 16 years ago, he won his first premiership and in seven days' time could win his second. Yeah, that's a crazy stat. I don't even know if he's played many finals games since winning that competition. You know, it's been a pretty lean time for him at the Tigers as Probably well not. as you know, bouncing around between Broncos and, and Dragons and Union. But what a story he is. And you know, one of the good guys in the game and someone that um, you know, inspired a generation of kids back in his first premiership. Um, yeah, I think I think it's going to inspire a whole new generation of players if he can get the job done this week as well. Yeah, and like South Sydney though, and Benji's playing a really key role as number fourteen. He's probably been, if not the best number fourteen of the whole season. So, well under Wayne Bennett for picking Benji up, and it wasn't an astute signing. Some people thought, "Oh, come on, really?" But he's been really good for them. South Sydney, Timmy. Um, Let's just go back to Friday's uh, match. They blew Manly off the park, really. Manly had a couple of tries disallowed, rightfully so, I guess. But um, South Sydney, no Luttrell, no chance. Well, they're certainly proving everybody wrong. And they are looking really, really polished at the at the right time of the year. Yeah, exactly. I think uh, you're seeing the, the difference. A good, strong coach you're making. You know, Wayne Bennett, he, um, he specialises in this time of the season. And, um, you know, I know... Ryan Gerber caught a bit of flack this week, and you know a few people that had a few question marks on Manly's ability to to perform in the big games. And you know, unfortunately for Manly, they, they you know they had a hiccup on the on the final hurdle, and you know they didn't do themselves any favors in what everyone was saying about them. But um, you know they they aim up for next year. I think next year they're going to have a really strong crack at it next year. But um, this year now it's uh, South that going to uh, the yeah. big dance. Uh, Adam Reynolds, it is a concern for them. Look, he will play, but he revealed he was almost close to being pulled out of that game because of a groin injury. So you would have noticed that he wasn't uh, doing the goal kicking. Um, and I doubt he'll kick in the grand final either, um, unless there's a, a marked improvement uh, in that groin injury. This youngster, though, um, and, and goal kicking too, could really be very important. Uh, when you're up against a sharpshooter like Nathan Cleary from from the Panthers, but this youngster Blake Taff, my goodness, I've been impressed with him. Yeah, yeah, I think it was his eighth game on the weekend, and yep. you know, for every you know every game he, he plays, he just seems to grow and grow in confidence. And I think a lot of that comes down to having people like Benji Marshall and Reynolds and everyone you know supporting him and, and being a you know real guiding factor in his development. 
on top of that, you got Wayne Bennett, obviously, who's um, filling him with confidence that he needs. And uh, I really liked what I saw from him on the weekend. And he just adds a different element. Obviously, you know, Latrell Mitchell is a, a superstar and someone that makes a big difference to your team. But what he brings is something a lot different than Latrell. And in his own right, it's, um, it's exactly what they need at the moment. Yes, absolutely. And, and Cody Walker, I mean... He's had a breakout season, Cody, hasn't he? Um, I've lost track of how many try assists, but another double for him. And he's another player peaking at the right time. And he seems to really rise to the big occasions. Yeah, mate. He's, you know, I think in my mind, he was one of the best players of the season. He um, he seems to just be such an instinctual player and, and knows where to be and when to be there. But you saw it again on the weekend. You know, he scored a couple early tries just from being the right place at the right time, and, and that's what the good players know how to do. I think, um, you know, if he can get himself in the game on the weekend and, and um, make his presence felt, it's going to be a huge uh, advantage to Southampton. To be honest, if he has a blinder this weekend and if he gets me in the match, that's or if he puts himself in that position, they'll win the game. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll, I'll get your prediction before before you head off. Before we touch on the Panthers and Storm game, what are you up to today? It's pretty miserable out there, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's pretty cold. We had the wild rest today, mate. Um, so not too much action. Um, yeah, just a uh, bit of family time today and uh, nice. looking forward to everything opening up again so we can get out of here. Yeah, it won't be long now, mate. It won't be long now. Um, Melbourne Storm, uh, everyone had already, already booked them into the grand final. They were really off their game, though, yesterday. And I guess that in part, or not just in part, but uh, can be put down to the Penrith Panthers. Um, their defence was just so good. Yeah, very un- uncharacteristic game for the Storm yesterday. You know, a lot of a lot of errors, which um, you know, isn't a trait of the Storm and why they play, you know, which was pretty surprising. Uh, losing Christian Welsh and um, Brandon Smith early as well was a uh, you know a huge loss to have to go through such a big game with you know two of your stars on the on the bench for the whole game and really suck the juice out of the middle boys that were playing. I thought Nelson was awesome. Nelson had stuff for Solomona. Um, but Paris' defence in the end was a different game. Yeah, Melbourne had some chances. They had, like, yeah, there was a number of times they got pulled, you know, centimetres from the try line. But you got to take your hat off to uh, the Penrith defence. They, they really shone last night. I don't think I've seen a game, Timmy. I'm talking to Timmy Manor, by the way. Uh, I don't think I've seen a game where there have been tries that, no, there's no way in the world they're going to stop that, you know. But but they were just desperate tackles that have stopped a couple of, probably two or three or four occasions across both teams yesterday. Um, I don't know how they stopped it, but they did. Yeah, and I think that's um, you know that's another strength, and that's that's a, something that wins grand finals as well. And you only, you only have to ask Sattler about that, our very own yeah. SEN commentator. Um, how important defence is to winning competitions, but um, you know Penrith, it's been their strength all year. You know their ability to defend, and, and while stages throughout the year, their attackers um, come in and out. You know, obviously with clearly being out of the side and a few yeah. issues where yeah. uh, points weren't as easy as they always have been throughout the year, but their ability to defend is what uh, makes them different to every other team. And, um, you know, if they can repeat their defence they did last uh, last night, next week, it's going to be a great game. Just goes to show, too, and we've seen all these blowout scores and this, you know, razzle-dazzle attacking football and brilliant tries. Uh, but the games that have been so narrowly contested, i.e. last week, Penrith beating Parramatta, uh, eight points to six. Then yesterday, Penrith beating Melbourne, ten points to six. Real nail-biters, aren't they? And um, just so entertaining to watch. I can't believe that Penrith in three consecutive games, Timmy, have only scored four tries, three of which from kicks. Who would have thought that, okay, you score four tries in three games and that will be enough to get you into the grand final? No way would you have thought that possible. 
Mate, I love it. I, I love the, the, these low-scoring games. Like you, you mentioned last week's game, Parramatta and Penrith, and you know, yesterday's game. These low-scoring games are amazing to watch, and I, I really hope the NRL is taking note because, you know, for, for whatever reason, we've got in our heads that you know, fans want to see tries scored and attacking plays. And mm. while that is great, nothing nothing compares to those tight, taut, close-sleep games. And you don't have to score a lot of tries for it to be entertaining. Um, and I really think, you know, the last couple of weeks have shown some um, real crack crackers and real games that, um, you know, fans love to watch. And hopefully we can see more of that next year. And, um, excuse me, uh, Panthers, though, Nathan Cleary, a huge relief for them um, and not even charged. So he escapes. He doesn't even get fined uh, for that uh, lifting tackle. So that's really good news for them. What about that kick, mate? Isn't it good when a training play comes off and that kick from dummy half, they'd obviously spotted that Melbourne really compressed their defence and uh, bingo, landed it on the chest of um, of Stephen Crichton. Yeah, mate, and that's just... I, I, I think they would have stayed up a lot during the week. They would have realised that, you know, the storm of defence are always uh, caught infield and, um, you know, that must have been a player they um, saw an opportunity with and make it clear, he, he hit it perfectly. You know, he just... It's the last thing you would have expected from... Uh, someone coming out of dummy half, but it was a great kick and um, it just shows you, you know, when you do enough research and enough uh, preparation, uh, it really helps in the big stage. All right. You've uh, just said earlier that if, if Cody Walker has a blinder South Sydney win the premiership, um, what's going to happen next week? What's your early prediction? Mate, I, I, I feel very... Uh, Torn? I'm very cautious to tip against Penrith Panthers because all year I've been... Uh, Second guessing him, and they've just thrown egg in my face all year. And I said at the start of the year, I can't see them repeating what they did last year because last year was such a great feat. And um, they've gone and shown me that they they can repeat it, and they've got to the grand final again. I'm going to go against them one last time, and I'm just going to say I think uh, South, with the ability of uh, Wayne Bennett, the Adam Reynolds factor, the Benji Marshall factor. I'm going to go south and um, I'm going to go Cody Walker getting me in the match. Wow. Clive Churchill medalist will be Cody Walker and South Sydney uh, Captain Adam Reynolds will lift the Probe and Summons trophy. Uh, Scoreline? I'm going to go 26 points to 22. Okay. South Sydney 26, Penrith 22. Before you go, Timmy, um, now the uh, entertainment lineup's been confirmed for Grand Final Day. A number of bands I haven't really heard of. Ian Moss will be playing as well. I'm asking you now, and I don't know what your taste in music is. You've got an unlimited budget. You can have anyone uh, or any group. Who's your halftime performer? Oh, that's a great question. Um, oh, Sorry mate, for putting I, you I on reckon, the spot, but that's the way it is. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I'd love to see someone like, you know, imagine having a Oasis or, you know, the Killers. The Killers would be good to see at the NRL game final. I'd love to see the Killers. Yeah. Foo Fighters. You know what? Foo Fighters. Fighters. Foo Fighters. Yeah. Yeah, that's my yeah, I, like, I like Foo Fighters too. And Killers. We might find a bit of Foo Fighters music as well. Thanks, Timmy. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday, mate. No doubt we'll talk during the week. Cheers, Ryan. Thanks, mate. Have a great one. There he is. Uh, you too, mate. Uh, Timmy Manor, former Parramatta captain, uh, talking all things uh, rugby league and a bit of music as well. A bit of Foo Fighters. I do like the Fooies. They are good. Uh, we might play to the break some Foo Fighters, but I've got a text in here uh, again from uh, Timmy the Tool Man. Uh, let's get Akadaka back. Uh, while they are old but still rocking, they'd fire the crowd up. We might find a bit of Akadaka just for you, Timmy the Tool Man. Keep those texts coming through. 0457 736 736. Some Fooies to the break.